Good morning again. Risen. Yes, he is alive. Happy Easter. We're so glad that you joined us this morning. We pray that the Lord will minister to you through the power of his Holy Spirit. As the kids are downstairs and moms and dads bring them there, just a few announcements this week. The Carlton Place Home Group will meet this week. Just want to encourage you Thursday at 6.30. And then Saturday, we will be at Maple Fest with a booth, a tent, giving out cookies and refreshments and offering prayer to our community. We do need help, though. We encourage you maybe just to come for an hour or two just to be there, to be a presence, to be praying, and to being available to talking to those who might stop by and ask for prayer. Also, cookies are needed. If you're a baker, please cook some. If you don't want to bake, just go to the store and buy us some. Whatever works for you. Just help setting up and packing up things, too. Would be appreciated. Please speak to me or my wife uh, in regards uh, to that. We're looking forward to that and that opportunity to be a witness of Jesus in our community. <laughs> That's it for the announcements. Not DF. More than happy to join us, youth. At 6.30, we'll be there till 8.30. Let us pray, and then we'll get into God's Word this morning. Thank you, Jesus, that you are alive, that you are not dead, and that you are real. Thank you for the power that you demonstrated, Holy Spirit, in raising Jesus from the dead. Would you help us this morning to hear your word and your truth and apply it to our lives? I'm sure we have a lot to think about, maybe family, Easter dinner. But Lord, for this time, may we be focused to hear what you would have to say. More importantly, help us to believe the truth of your word and apply it to this place. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this place. Holy Spirit, please be working. For those carrying burdens, I just encourage you that Christ is with you and you can share your burden with him. His power is available to help you and get you through no matter the situation or the circumstance. Our God is good, and He is faithful, and He loves us, and we give praise this morning. And for all of this in your precious name, Jesus, amen. If you need a Bible, I'd ask you to raise your hand. If you have one, that's great. If you don't want one, that's fine too, but Northgate, we like to follow along. We try and teach God's Word and everything in it. So if you do have a Bible, 1 Timothy this morning, chapter, but I encourage you to turn to 1 Timothy chapter 4. If you're wondering where that is, that's in the New Testament. It's kind of a small book, hard to find, so don't feel bad, but you've got to get through the Gospels, a few epistles, and then you'll come to the T's, which are the Thessalonians and Timothy, and then in chapter 4, I'm going to read one verse to you this morning, and it says this, Let no one despise your youth, 
but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. So we have done this series. We've been working our way through, and today is the last day whether it was God's divine timing or my mistake, I have skipped one, you might have noticed. And we finished purity last week, Amy and I shared about purity, but I example in sin passed over, and, I, and knowing in this series, we've been talking about this, that no matter what we think of ourselves, whether we're young or we struggle or we have problems, what we know is God is asking us to be example to other believers. We're not asked to argue with them. We're not asked to try and prove ourselves to them when people despise us, but simply to be an example. And here, today on Easter Sunday, we're talking about being an example in spirit. In spirit. It's the same word used in Galatians when it talks about walking in the spirit being an example in the Spirit. And I want to connect it for you this morning that we are called to have the Holy Spirit be in us and upon us and our life should be full of the Spirit and we should exude God, the Spirit of God, in every that the Spirit is connected with resurrection power. Amen? Very clearly in Scripture as we will see that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. And so this morning I'd like to tell you, you need to be an example of power. You need to be an example of resurrection power. And truly, you have no justification not to be. Praise God we're celebrating the risen Jesus today and that our God is not dead and He's not in the grave and that our God is alive and that our God is powerful and we are celebrating that God lives in you. Amen. You see, we're not just forgiven as we celebrated on Friday. We're not just going to heaven. You have the Holy Spirit living in you to live a victorious, powerful Christian life. Oftentimes in the Christian heaven someday, but God's plan is greater for you. It's to live on this earth with resurrection power to be an example in the Holy Spirit. That's his call for you. Fortunately, as Warren Wearsby says, so many of us live between Good Friday and Easter Sunday. We live on the middle Saturday, powerless Christian lives. We live lives that we know that we're forgiven and we're thankful for that. And we believe in a God who forgives us, but our lives do not have the fragrance of resurrection power. You see, Friday and Saturday was not the end of the story. Easter Sunday is the end of the story. And that our God is not defeated, and you're not just forgiven, that you have all power in Jesus Christ. Corey Tamboon 
the things from the Nazis used to say it like this, so many of us as Christians are flashlights without the battery. We look good, but we don't shine. We have no power. We look like a Christian, we talk like a Christian. Could be nice and shiny even. But yet we don't have the power that makes the light shine. This morning I want to let you know that the Spirit lives in you, the Holy Spirit, and you have the power to shine for Jesus Christ. You and I need to be examples in spirit and in power, and this church and all churches need to hear this message so badly this morning. That you are not alone. That your circumstances aren't against you. That you have a living God on your side who lives in this. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Basically, this verse is making it very clear that the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. There is no greater power needed. You have it all. Paul prayed in the book of Ephesians to the church that gathered there, and I would say to believers today, that we would know what is the exceeding greatness of His power towards us who believe according to the working of His mighty power which He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and seated Him at the right hand in the heavenly places. Actually praying this, and He's praying it, and we should pray it today. The exceeding greatness of His power towards me and you. Who believe? That's who it's for. That's who this power is for. And it's the same power, he says, that worked in Christ when he was raised from the dead. This morning, I want to tell you again and again, so you leave this place understanding, if you believe, you have all power in Christ Jesus. There is no situation that you cannot handle. Amen? There is no test students. There is no exam students. There is no stress adults. There is no sickness. There is no nothing. Family relationship. There is no problem at work. There is nothing that you cannot handle because you have all power in Jesus Christ. Am I saying that all that problem and have peace and joy and perseverance and kindness and self-control because you have the Holy Spirit living in you? I am telling you that your circumstance might never change, but you can because Jesus lives in you. Unfortunately, in today's society, often we hear of the victim, the victim, the victim. I can't do this. This happened to me. I can't do this. 
this circumstance in my life. I can't live a godly life because this happened to me. Because of this. Because of this. You don't know, Pastor Dan. Well, here's what I do know. That Jesus Christ made you a victor in His blood. That you are victorious because He rose and He conquered the grave and He conquered death and He conquered sin and you are alive because He is alive. And we need to stop living in a pity party, thinking that we cannot get through, thinking that we cannot live the life that God has called us to live, because as Paul said, and I'll say it again, that we would know the exceeding greatness of His power towards us. I was thinking, how does that power look in our lives? I came up with three things. Resurrection power, being an example of this in spirit. I want to tell you this morning, you have all power to conquer sin in your life. You hear me? <laughs> I'll say that again. You have all power to live a holy life and conquer sin. Did you hear me? And I am not going to back down from that statement whatsoever. And I don't care where you've been or where you're going. You are not a slave to sin. You are a slave to righteousness. Because of what Jesus Christ did and that He's alive. Sin has no power over you. Christ defeated sin and death on the cross. And His grace and forgiveness are available to you today. There is no sin that you can say to yourself, I just can't beat it, Pastor Dan. It's too hard. May I remind you, nothing's too hard because Christ lives in you. It's not you conquering sin, it's Christ conquering sin and He lives in you. 2 Corinthians 5.17, if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. You don't have to live in the past. You don't have to live in the sin of the past because Christ and His death and His resurrection have made you a new creation. You are new. Can I say that again? New sin. You can put on His righteousness and His love. Galatians 2.20 puts it this way, if I've been crucified with Christ, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Christ lives in you. All that old junk has been crucified. It's gone. Paid for. And you came up resurrected alive in Him. Sin. Should, in my life, in your life, have no power over us. As I mentioned before, Romans 6, you can read it for homework, clearly states that you are not a slave. You don't have to obey those lusts. You don't have to do what your flesh and your emotions are telling you. But because of Jesus Christ's death and resurrection, you're a slave to do the right thing. You know what? Unfortunately, sometimes... Our actions aren't only our actions. Our actions come from wrong thinking. So the first thing you have to do is change your thinking to the truth of Jesus Christ. And when you understand His truth and you believe His truth, 
You can live in his power and you can live in victory. So why do you have this power? Number one was you do not have to live in sin, but you are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Number two, what is this power for? You have all power to shine in your witness for Jesus. Can I tell you that you are called to shine as a witness for Jesus? A witness of the resurrection? A witness of the truth that Jesus is alive? That's your call today in every circumstance, no matter your job, no matter your school. You're called to shine for Jesus that you are called to bring witness to the fact that He is alive. It's character. It's just religion. No, it's not, folks. And you know what? In our society, you can talk about God all you want, but you throw down the J-bomb and people start getting a little nervous. When you say Jesus is alive, He's not dead, He's supernatural, and He lives in me, and He wants to help you, that's when people get a little nervous. Unfortunately, that's when we get nervous. So many of us live shamed of the fact that we believe in Jesus Christ. And for me and for you, shame on us that we would be afraid to shine and speak forth the truth. That he has saved us and that he is alive. I often call it the chicken line. And so often I'm afraid to cross that. To mention the name of Jesus. Because the world has made it such a repressed thing. That if I'm going to speak forth the truth. That they will shame me. No longer. Because I have all power in him. To speak as a plan. That wants you to fear. Because if you don't shine and speak the truth of Jesus Christ. People won't hear. I want to tell you in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 it says the disciples were commanded to wait for the Holy Spirit and that they would receive power. And that word is deutimus, dynamite. There's power in dynamite. You know that? Don't carry around a stick of dynamite. Like it's not wise, right? There's power. And that's what we have when we believe in Jesus and what is that power for in Acts 1.8 when they receive that power? It is so you will be my witnesses for me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That they would come to the understanding and believe the truth. They were to wait that the Holy Spirit, the spirit of resurrection power, would come upon them. And when it came upon them, it would change everything and they would speak in boldness to those around them. You know, if you read the book of Acts after this happened in Acts chapter 2, with the power of the Holy Spirit, and they shone as witnesses for Jesus, backing down to no one at no cost was too great for them. And it wasn't something naturally they turned up in their personality. It was the power of the Holy Spirit working through them to speak the truth of Jesus Christ. To speak the truth that he's alive. And I am a witness to his resurrection. Will all people respond well? Absolutely not. But there are people in our community who need to hear of the love of Jesus. And I want to remind you this morning, you have all power to speak his name because he lives in you.
As I thought about the book of Acts again, I thought hundreds, thousands, men, thousands coming to know Jesus because 12 men walked in the power of the Holy Spirit. Interesting, as you read on and you see other people like Stephen and Philip and Paul, and as they spoke this truth, I love the verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 when Paul said, when I came to you, I didn't speak with a bun bunch of mumbo-jumbo words. I didn't speak high intellect to you. I don't care if you're impressed with what I say. I came with the power and the spirit and people were changed. And this morning, my deepest prayer is you would not leave this place. Probably you would never think that was intellectual. <laughs> but anyways, that you would think that you experienced the truth of Jesus Christ today and that you would experience his power and you would leave this place different knowing that he lives in you and you can conquer sin and shine for him. And you might say, I might lose this, I might lose that. I'm afraid, myself included, at the top of the list, your pastor at times needs to learn to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, resurrection power, to proclaim the truth and the love of Jesus Christ. How will people know unless someone tells them? You can shine. You can shine brightly. Not only with your words, but your actions. When you're hurt, when you're offended, when you're angry, you can shine in the power of the Spirit. Amen? <laughs> I tell you, I was so excited yesterday. I <laughs> just writing this. Anyways, I need your power. I need you, Jesus. I need more of your Holy Spirit. I don't want this Sunday just to be another Sunday where you eat a nice leg of lamb, a nice ham, and you live a powerless Christian life. I want this to be a Sunday where you recognize the truth, you believe the truth, and you walk in the power because your life will be different. I don't want to live on Saturday. I want to live Sunday. I don't want to live just forgiven. I want to live in the power that God has given me. Well, we have power to conquer sin. We have power to shine as a witness for Jesus. And finally this morning, I want to tell you, you have power to walk in the Spirit and operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Hey, do you really know what is available to you today? Unfortunately, there are so many churches preaching that the gifts of the Spirit aren't available, and it's a lie, because that's a powerless Christian life. And we can walk in the but God has given us gifts, and he's given us fruit, and we can walk in those things. As I mentioned, when people offend you and hurt you, you can walk in the fruit of love. You can have so much agape, you can be different, because Christ lives in you. When you have no joy, God can give you joy, supernatural joy, that goes beyond the circumstance. When you have no peace, because it's too hard, and you think, things are against you, God can supernaturally deposit within you through the power of his spirit a peace that goes beyond all understanding.
when you hear of the sickness and the disease and everyone's lamenting, you can have peace because you can trust God because He is supernatural and He lives in you. When you are put in a situation at work where you need self-control and you want to lash out because you're angry, you can be self-controlled because the Holy Spirit lives in you. You don't have to lash out. You don't have to be angry. You don't have to be fearful. You don't have to have the spirit of fear within your life. But you have the spirit of what? You can persevere with power and a sound mind. You can persevere when you're tired and you can't continue. In that marriage that's falling apart, you can be the one to love. When that child is rebelling, you can be the one to persevere and love in prayer. You can do it, not because of you, but because of Christ's resurrection power in you. You can walk in step, in obedience to the Holy Spirit this morning. And can I tell you, you can glorify God by using your gifts for Him. You can see people healed as you pray for them. As God gives that money, you can, you can give beyond what you can give yourself and not worry about money. You can lead. You can be an administrator. You can live a supernatural life because of Jesus. You can give words of wisdom and words of prophecy and words of discernment. You can be utterly so supernatural because the supernatural God lives in you. I guess. I've often thought of it simply like this, and I've mentioned this story before. There's one place I go to speak, and I know the Lord prophesied into my life, and he said to me, Dan, I want you to go to that place, and I want you to bring power. I just, I just remember I had a vision. There was construction, and I don't know anything about wires, but when in my vision, when I walked into that place, it was like two wires need to be connected. They said, Dan, you go into that place, and you preach the power of belief with all your... We need to connect the wires of belief in our head and our heart this morning. We need to juice it up to get the power. We need to plug in. We have to understand what God is saying. We need to believe it. Live in it. We need to connect the wires. Every time I go to that place, I try and say, listen, God is alive. God isn't something we just learn about in our heads. God is something we experience in our hearts. We need to have our minds captive to the truth of his word. And we need our hearts to simply believe like a child who would say, you know what? My dad can do it. And you're four years old and you can't get the pot on the top and you say, well, I can't get it. Dad, get the pot. We can't get something open. Dad, can you open this? 
The simple belief of a three-year-old, a four-year-old who thinks his dad can do anything. And he asks and he says, dad, can you do this? And there's the faith there to believe my dad can do anything and he could beat your dad up too. <laughs> Obviously, we grow out of that and we realize, especially as a father myself, I can't do everything. But I'm here to tell you that your spiritual father can do it all. And he can give you everything you need to live a supernatural Christian life because you have resurrection power if you believe in him. You don't have to take a course, by the way. We're not going to charge you $10. You don't have to listen to some sermon online. No, 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 no. This morning, you have to simply believe the truth of Scripture and apply it to your life. We don't do this to make money. We do this because we want you to be free, living lives empowered by the truth of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. So the command is clear today. Let no one despise you. Hello? Let no one despise you. No more victim talk. I'm too young. I'm too this, I'm too that. You don't know my past. No, you be an example. In spirit. In resurrection power. This week. As you believe. I just think. Amen? I just think some of us need a fresh touch from the Lord this morning. We need a new wave of His truth. and We need a new sense of belief in who our God is. It's not status quo. There's so much more. Maybe you need a touch of resurrection healing. Maybe you need a touch that you would be bold. Maybe you need to ask God, give me boldness. Maybe there's a sin that's conquering you and that you're a slave to it. And today, you need to give that up and you need to live in his power. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, Ask not. You say clearly in your word, if you want more of me, you simply need to ask because you're a good father. And how much more would your heavenly father, who is a good father, give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Asking is this, I humble myself and I say, I can't do it. I can't solve this sickness. I can't solve this sin. I can't solve my fear. God, help me. And He will fill you. And He will strengthen you. And He will empower you. And He will give you everything you need as you simply ask Him in faith, in His name, because He is a good God. 
It'll be something we don't usually do at Easter service, but I don't care. We're not here to be politically correct and look like a nice church. We're here to desire more of Jesus. So in your life, if you would say, I need more boldness. I need more belief in my life. I want to be an example of resurrection power. If that's you, I'm going to ask you just to stand up. If you don't believe it and you don't want it, that's fine. Don't stand up. But if you want to ask God to say, hey, I want your risen power celebrating the day that you rose again, just stand up. Make it a sign to Him and say, I humble myself and I don't care who sees. Yeah, but only stand up if you mean it. I don't care if you sit down. Just want to see people hungry for healing, hungry for power, hungry for the risen Jesus within them. Hungry to be different. Hungry to be an example. Oh Lord, now we pray that You would fill us with Your Spirit. We are obeying the truth of Your Word. And we are simply asking, God, we need more of You. God, we need Your Spirit. God, fill us. Fill me right now with Your Holy Spirit. No more of that sin that has me captive. No more of fear that's shutting my mouth. Oh God, just fill me that all I can do is speak about You. Fill us, Lord, with Your gifts. Now fill Your people with new gifts, gifts to give. Gift to speak, gift to administer, gifts to serve. Fill us with your gifts, Lord. We ask for your power, your gifts, that we would be supernaturally different. And Lord, if there's anyone ill this room, in this room, or anyone we know who will them ill, we now pray resurrection power upon them, that you would heal them for your glory, that we would bring all praise and glory to a God who can heal as we trust in Him. Oh Lord, we desperately need You. We need more of You and less of ourselves. We confess our failure and we're so thankful. We're so thankful that You are good, that You are forgiving, and that You have given us all power Help us this week to believe when we doubt. Give us more faith to walk in the truth of your word. And we pray this in your precious and holy name. Amen. Amen. Let's sing about that resurrection power now as we close. If you need prayer for anything, there'll be brothers and sisters in the back. Let's worship our God, our risen God this morning.